I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear, affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man, along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time to get inside the Giants huddle. Huddle up, huddle up, huddle up. On Giants.com. Here we go, here we go. And the Giants mobile Get them in there, let's go. Part of the Giants podcast network. Paul Dottino back on the Giants huddle here on Giants.com. You can always catch this program as well as all of our Giants podcasts on Giants.com slash podcasts in the archive as well as all of your favorite podcast platforms. We are joined by legendary Newsday NFL writer Bob Glauber, who was calling it quits after this one. The Giants and Jets today in the preseason finale, 31-27, a uh, Giants loss to their crosstown rivals. And we're going to get a little historic with you in just a bit, Bob. But before we do that, with all your years of experience, you're leaving this beat now with two teams that are in the middle of retooling and rebuilding, trying to find their way back to the middle of the pack and maybe higher. Your impressions about what you saw here today, specifically from the Giants' side. You know, I feel a little better, Paul, about the Giants than I did, say, coming into training camp because we we all knew the problems that they had roster-wise. But, you know, I've watched Brian Dable coach, kind of take it day by day, practice by practice, and, you know, it's a little methodical and it's not, you know, it's not, there's no pizzazz yet to it. But but I, I think it's a better team now than it was at the start, which is like, you know, that's how you want to be. Um is it good enough to compete in the NFL for a playoff spot yet? No. I mean, there, there's just a lot of making up to do from what the roster was to what it is now. Joe Shane, it's no secret, he's had to he's had to do a lot to try to get this roster in fighting trim and under the salary cap. So it's been tough. But but I, but I like I, I think there's there's fight in this team. You see it. There's resolve and there's 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 definitely camaraderie. So I think it's a good locker room and that helps because when you get into the grind of an NFL season, you need to stay together. And I think I think this team has that in terms of its togetherness. Okay, so there are some intangibles that you already see, but the bottom line is two guys in their contract years, Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones, have to come up big for this team to be able to reach any kind of litmus marks. I mean, no question. There, there's just no question about that. The the pressure is on those two guys. Now, uh, I don't know that they see it that way. Probably Saquon a little bit more. I think he, he he's more aware of that kind of stuff. And Daniel, like you know, listen, Daniel's a a, a gym rat quarterback who just puts his head down and tries to do his best as best he can. The the thing I like about Daniel is, I, again, I in the last couple of weeks even, you know, I, practices early on, I'm like, oh my god, like oh. 
Why, why is he throwing the ball over receivers? Why is he throwing interceptions? And then, you know, you get to, to talk to Dable about it. He says, well, you know, we're doing things purposely to challenge players. And, the, and you might see some mistakes. We're trying to make it as hard as possible. And then when the lights come on in his previous preseason action, obviously not today, you know, he, he did okay. And then, you know, in practice against the Jets, he, 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 he was slinging it. So, listen, you can't make any judgments from preseason, but you can look at progress of players. And Daniel Jones seems to have made progress. And, you know, I, I think you can latch on to that a little bit. Saquon, stay healthy. He's a great player. Get him some blocking. Get him out into space in the receiving game. He can be a dynamic player again. It seems like for years, and you will second me on this, the offensive line has been a point of contention. Mm-hmm. It looks like they finally have a starting line. We know Lemieux's hurt right now at left guard. But starting four out of five for sure, that look as though they can be functional. They yeah. can compete. That's got to be a, a, a cement block oh. if this team's going to do anything. There's absolutely no question that the offensive line has to be 75% better than last year and, and in years past. I mean, this has been the problem with this offense. Do you have confidence in this one? I, I do. I have more confidence in this one. Full confidence? I don't know yet. I think the interior of the line has some question marks. Um, but I, I like the tackles. I think you've got two young building block tackles who are going to be really good in this league for a long time. Whether they remain with the Giants for that entire time, we, we don't know because salary cap comes into play. But uh, Neil and Thomas look like really, really good players, and that's huge. All right, so we know that Dable and Kafka are doing a lot of crazy things with this offense, stuff that we haven't seen around these parts for a while. Hey, that's for sure. Move, pre-snap <laughs> movement, what a concept. How about that, huh? It's, it's fun to that. watch, right? Oh, my God, yeah, and it's only preseason. You know, these are good. They're not, they're not mad scientists, but, you know, they come from that – that Andy Reid tree. I think, you know, look, Dable has worked for Saban and Belichick, I know, but, you know, these guys are the Andy Reid offshoot of this West Coast offense, and that's a cool thing. You can do a lot of things with this offense. It's versatile. You can move guys around, and you can do things with, you know, kind of seemingly boring and bland plays, dress them up, and, and make it look better and make it more effective. All right. What about the other side of the ball in Wink Martindale, who has such a reputation as being a very smart, complex defensive guru? It's going to be a challenge to do that right away and to get these guys to play the kind of stuff he wants to play with. But if it works, it could be pretty cool. Absolutely. Um, you look at the Baltimore defenses under Wink Martindale, very active, very vibrant. Very aggressive. You love to see that. You know, as fans, I, I love to see a more aggressive defense. You don't like that read and react stuff. But go back to 2007, Paul. You were here then, right? Mm-hmm. I sure was. <laughs> Steve Spagnolo. Yeah. They scored eight. I was at least 80 points in the first two games against the Giants. Over 800 yards. Right? And then it got better. Well, there's a little bit of that going on, I think, with Wink Martindale's defense that'll happen in the regular season. Preseason, you know, we just don't know because he's not showing everything, even though he's 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 dialing up some blitzes, as as Bill Belichick will tell you. Um, but I think this will be a defense that emerges over time. Hopefully, Thibodeau gets back quickly. Good news that you know it's not a, a serious injury. You know, knock on wood. But. This defense needs him, and it needs active pass rushers and really good pass rushers to be at its best. And I, and I think it can be good, and I think it'll get better over time. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. 
Angie's List is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Gotta get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. In just a few taps in the Angie app or clicks on the site, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. Renters, you can use Angie, too, for moving, installations, or cleaning. Angie can even help with extremely specific projects. Just tell them what you need, and Angie will find the right solution for you. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com, or download the app today. Well, you make a good point about the pass rushers because we know the Giants' defenses of years past always were built on the pass rush. With Ojolari and Thibodeau both nicked up right now, at least there's some real potential that those two guys could be the heart of a very strong rush. Yes, and they're young. I don't don't think we should expect too much, uh, particularly from Thibodeau right away. It takes a while in this league. He's got, you know, he's got the look. He's got the burst. He's got that first step. You see that. You know, you either have that or you don't. He's got it. But, you know, you put offensive coordinators, offensive linemen, coaches um, to, to defend against this, and, and they don't look quite as good in the regular season as they might in the preseason. So that's going to be a work in progress, and that's why I say it takes time uh, for that kind of defense to gel. They're going to have to build something into the special teams coverage units, which have had trouble all preseason. Yeah. But otherwise, the return game looks pretty good, and they got a kicker and a punter who can certainly knock the ball a long way. Yeah, when you can rely on your special teams and just not worry about them. Now, there's been some worry in the preseason with those special teams, but you know, T Mac is a really good coach. He'll have it together. You've got stability at those two positions you mentioned, and you know, your coverage teams, as long as they're quality and, and consistent, you're, you're going to be ahead of the game. That's the one area that you just want to be able to take for granted a little mm-hmm. bit. Alright, so I'm not going to ask you to break out the crystal ball and give me an exact one loss figure, but how realistic is it to think that with all of the things that we think are improved, the Giants could sniff be a 500 kind of team? Although I know it's 17 games and you can't necessarily yeah. be 500. Yeah, um, 500 might be a little ambitious, but uh, I, you know, I, I think like seven. Like I don't, I don't want to be too, you know, depressed about it. But I think seven wins. It's an easier or, schedule than last year. Yeah, it is. It is. And you know what? And if you find a little heat, a little magic, a little spark early on, maybe you can get on a roll. But you know, I think seven after four is is progress with a first year coach. And if you see the kind of play and progress from Daniel Jones and or Saquon Barkley, where you know what your future is going to be, mm-hmm. whether it be with one, either both or none, then you know. Right. All right. Let's go back now because you started this thing 37 plus years ago, getting involved with the National Football League. You saw Parcells. You saw Coughlin. You saw Dan Reeves, just like I did. We've seen how a team climbs out of the swamp. And I'm using a pun because we're in a swamp right now. Um, What are the signs, one or two signs that you recognize from when those teams rose from the ashes that might be present here? 
Well, it's hard to it's hard to see that with those teams because they a lot of those were great teams. I don't think this is a team ready to be great just yet. But I think you look at player progress. We talked about that earlier. If you see that player progress, you can see it individually. And that's what I use training camp for in the preseason. I don't care about results. It just doesn't matter because you're seeing four stringers again, four stringers that d- decide outcomes at fourth. It doesn't matter. It's what the players that you need to see improve if you can see that. So there, there, have been, there have been some examples of that with this roster. And I think what you have to see, you mentioned you know, Reeves, Parcells, Belichick, Coughlin, right? Those are Hall of Fame coaches and or caliber. And you see you've got to kind of win a game that no one expects you to win early on. That's, that's the best sign that you'll see future improvement, greatness. Again, we have to wait on greatness. But that's where you go. And you can see if a team is well coached. You can just see it. You know, you, hard, to, hard to explain it. You just know it. When they're, the operation is good, they're disciplined, there's not a lot of penalties, and they're playing smart football. They may not be talented, so you may not always win, but if they're playing smart football, that's the foundation that you've got to set. And, and I see a little bit of that with Brian Dable, but it's just awfully early. You know, when you talk about just seeing it, my goodness, your book about Walsh and Gibbs and Parcells about the 80s and those geniuses, which is one of the greatest football books I've ever read. I don't mind telling you that. I've enjoyed it, enjoyed it immensely. We lived it. We were lucky to live, I believe, and cover one of the golden eras of the National Football League because things are different nowadays. And, and I think people like you who were able to bring that stuff to the fans were so critical because that's where the details were important. That's where people could really appreciate the geniuses in this sport. Yeah. Paul, you, you said it. We lived it. And we did live it. I mean, we lived it and breathed it. And I didn't know, stepping into that Giants press room for the first time in 85, that I was stepping into the golden era of the NFL, because it truly is and was. But that's that's the way it turned out. And just journalistically and just in terms of how the media was, we had a great advantage over what it is today, Paul, because we got to know the players. We got to know the coaches. We spent time in the cafeteria at Pace University. Our, our press room was 50 feet away from where they went in for lunch and dinner and breakfast, right? We lived it with those players. You know, we I think they related to us a little bit and, uh, and we to them. Because we were there 10 hours a day. We were watching them, you know, sweated out in training camp, two-a-days, in pads, um, you know, just getting ready for the season. So I, I am so grateful that I was able to kind of be a journalist in those days mm-hmm. because you got to know people. You had institutional knowledge of this team like you can't get now. You just physically can't get it because you can't go to practice. You don't know the players as well. Paul? I still know Wellington Maris' home phone number by heart, mm-hmm. and he always picked up the phone. Yeah. All right? <laughs> the <laughs> owner of the New York football giants. Hi, Mr. Marritt. It's Bob Glauber. I'm sorry to bother you. No, you're not. Yes, I really am. No, you're not. What do you need? Boom. George Young talked for hours on the phone. Mm-hmm. Phil Sims talk for an hour at a time, several times a year, just shooting the breeze about football. Joe Morris, Harry Carson, telling you about his life, sharing it. You, you, you had phenomenal insight and phenomenal people to talk to and learn the sport. And 
again, the institutional knowledge was immense. But you just don't get that now because, you know, we, look, we saw every minute of every practice, Paul. I know. We spent time in the locker room. We had 45 minutes at lunch like they do now. But you know what we had? We had unlimited availability after practice. We were so tired on our feet. I used to sit on the couches reading reading the paper. How many times were we out in the parking lot yeah. afterwards, too? Going to the parking lot following players. They, it wasn't weird. It was just like, hey, hey, Phil, you got a minute? Yeah, what's up? By his car. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Hostetler. By, you know, it's, it's just a different time. And I'm just so grateful to have been able to be exposed to that, that you got to know people. And you know what? They trust you. And, you know, Carl Banks always, he taught me an unbelievable lesson in journalism. Carl Banks, 30 years ago, I'm, I'm my first year as a columnist at Newsday. I think I got to be this hard hitting, flame throwing opinion maker, right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. I'm just a columnist. I better, I better start bringing it. So one day in, in practice, I'm standing in the back of the scrum at Banks's locker. He notices it, he knows me very well. And at one point, he's just looking at me like I'm in the back. I'm not saying anything, not asking any questions. He goes, hey, Glauber, Glauber, what are you doing back there? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. I didn't have an answer. What are you doing? So afterward, he took me aside. He goes, what, what, happened? what was that about? And I go, Carl, I, I'm a columnist now. I, I, I got to be separate from you guys. I can't. It's not. I, I, I feel like I need to just distance myself because if I got to criticize you, I don't want to, you know, feel bad. I don't want to, 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 you know, color my reporting that, you know, there's some, I don't know, it's just, it's just weird. He goes, listen, man, no, don't you ever do that. He says, you can rip me, but when, when you rip me and I know you know why you should rip me, then I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I can read that. But if you're just from afar... And you're just flinging opinions. Oh, I don't trust it because you're not. You do be yourself. Never change. Always be who you are and stay true to that. 30 years ago. Yeah. And I never forgot that. And it, and it, and it just clicked. Like, okay, I can, it's, I can be myself. And, you know, 30 years later, <laughs> it turned out okay. This is Colin Coward from The Herd with Colin Cowherd. Angie's list is now Angie, the nation's largest home service marketplace. They're here to help homeowners get all their jobs done well. Angie has helped over 150 million homeowners care for their homes. Whatever your home project, big, small, indoor, outdoor, come to Angie to connect with and hire skilled pros to get the job done well. Listen, I've got a couple of things in a bathroom in my house. Got to get it fixed. I don't have time, and I'm not good at it. Angie is. With just a few taps on the app, you can have Angie tackle your home service project start to finish. With over 200,000 pros in their network, Angie makes it easy to research, compare, and hire pros to ensure a job done well. With 29 years of experience combined with new digital tools to simplify the process, Angie makes completing home projects really easy. It's your one-stop shop. Angie can help you find the best price for your project by comparing quotes from multiple pros in just a few taps or book services at an upfront price based on local data. They get the difficulties that can come with home projects. They get it. Why not make it as simple as possible? Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I.com or download the app today. 
Well, at the top of the food chain of the Pro Football Writers Association on the Hall of Fame balloting committee, I mean, this goes well beyond the Giants. We're talking Giants here, but this goes well beyond that because your stature with the NFL is certainly very well heralded. What what do you want to do next? Do you want to write more NFL books? Do you want to, I don't know, do a little TV radio? What do you want to do now? Because you can't just leave the game behind. I, I mean, I won't, I won't stop working in some capacity. Um, and, I, and I've talked to many people about, and even Parcells, he said, you've you got to have something to go to now. <laughs> I go, I know, Bill. I think i got something. So I do, I do love the book writing process, whether it be NFL or other sports. I just, there's something about writing books that is kind of magical. And it's really hard to do it when you have the full-time job of, you know, writing five columns a week and covering seasons, and it, and it does take a toll. So I, I got, I, I got a, I think half a million words left in me, and that's approximately five books. So, right? That's all, my, all, all football or, or others. I don't know. I don't, don't know. know. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna let. I'm gonna first. I'm gonna stare at the wall for about two weeks, just because I can, and. Then when I get tired of staring at the wall and I kind of refresh myself a little bit, I'll it, it'll wash over me. Because you know, Paul, when we when when you got in, when I got in, we got in on a dream. Okay, yeah. we we saw that we and you take a little bit of leap of faith. You want to pursue that dream? Hey, it's a little risky, man, but you you want to go for it. So I went for it when I was in my twenties, and then now it's just a little different that I got to go for it. Um, and there's a little. You know, there's a little uncertainty about it, but Parcells, he, you know, he's always the coach. He says, "Hey, Bob, it's going to be uncertain, but you got to find it. You got to, you got to know what you want to do and and pursue it because you do need something to do." And mm-hmm. I, I and I listen very carefully to that. All right, you're going to have to promise me something though. If this Giants team in the next year or two does something really well, you're going to write about them. I don't care if it's a book, a magazine, I, a website. You're going to do yeah, it. I told Dable today. I said, "Listen." He he was very nice. I've known him a long time as an assistant, and he's he's a good good guy. And he was with the Jets, he, remember, when Brett Favre was Jets, there as yes. a quarterbacks coach. Yeah, he's been all over, you know. And we've we've kind of gotten we we have developed a, a relationship before, well before he got to the Giants. And I you know I love seeing coaches make that that ascent. But he's I said he said congratulations, we'll miss you. I said okay, listen, I want nothing more than to come back here and and write about. A consequential season, okay? So whenever that is, I'm, I'll be around. Don't worry about it, okay? He says, no, I would love that. That would be totally awesome. Bob Glauber, congratulations on your retirement. We wish you all the best for sure because it's, it's been a hell of a ride, my man. Thank you, Paul, and I'm, I'm glad to share it with you. You're a, you're a, a guy with boundless energy who, who is dedicated to telling the story of pro football to, to your listeners and to your readers and you know, I've appreciated it over the time, and I, I love listening to you in press conferences going back 30, 40 years. Just don't be a stranger. No, I'll be back. This has been the Giants Huddle on Giants.com. You can always catch, again, the Giants Huddle in all of our podcasts on your favorite podcast platforms and at Giants.com slash podcasts. You never want to find yourself out on the water fishing without the essentials. So it's best to always pack a Columbia PFG Solar Stream Elite hoodie to protect against the sun. I mean, it provides great protection, and it's really breathable so you don't get hot. That's a win-win. Columbia PFG has a lot of great gear. So before you head out on the water, head over to Columbia.com slash PFG to shop their performance fishing gear. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.